Rainbow Jackers. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to Rec Talk, and happy 4th of July. Um, I hope you guys are all having a great time out there, grilling some steaks and burgers, um, and I appreciate you watching Rec Talk. I'm sure you've noticed um, lots of changes on the channel, basically. Uh, I've updated a lot of things. The live shows that we do on the channel are going to look a lot slicker, new intros, uh, a lot of cool stuff going on. So every bit of donation money I've ever gotten and then some has gone back into the channel. We're going to keep growing this thing, uh, bringing you excellent Georgia Tech content. So it is Tuesday and it's time to do a position breakdown. Now we did defense last week. We, we broke down linebackers this week. I thought we'd go to the offensive side of the ball and I thought, let's just get this one out of the way. Not an easy or pleasant video to do this time, but the tight end group at Georgia Tech. Let's break down tight ends. Now, if you've been paying attention to tight ends at the Georgia Institute of Technology over the past, I don't know, uh, decade and longer, two decades almost, um, there has been no tight end production whatsoever at Georgia Tech. Uh, obviously when Paul took over in 2008, ran the triple option, didn't use tight ends, um, wasn't even a tight end on the roster. Um, Jeff Collins comes in, uh, it appears that he, you know, really wants to utilize tight ends and we were just never able to get any production whatsoever out of our tight ends. So let's look back, uh, at last year's production of tight ends. So I want you to think, okay, there's three tight ends that have receiving yardage stats from last season. What do you think the total yardage is, uh, total number of touchdowns, total receptions? So just make a guess in that rectangle weight, or you could pause the video. Um, yeah, so... Tight ends totaled for 237 total yards, um, which is 10% of the total receiving yards we had last year. 26 receptions uh, and a big goose egg for number of touchdowns, which is pretty awful. To give you an idea, the, the last year that we had production at tight ends – was 2007 before Paul Johnson took over. And I, had, and I had to, you know, dive to find this. Colin Peake was the tight end on that 2007 team. Gailey's last year. Uh, Tenuta was the interim for a game. Colin Peake in 2007 himself had 248 yards and a touchdown, which is more production than every tight end on our roster had last year. So definitely something that has got to change. Now Buster Faulkner is going to be uh, the tight ends coach in conjunction with his offensive coordinator role. And there's no way I, that we, we aren't better. I, I'm not saying we're going to be amazing or you know tight ends are going to turn heads at Georgia Tech. Uh, but Buster Faulkner has coached some pretty good tight ends. Now obviously as a Tech fan, I don't want to acknowledge anything good um, for the University of Georgia. But in this case, I have to. Brock Bowers is the best tight end um, in college football right now. The Washington kid behind him, also very good. Buster Faulkner, 
um, has worked with those kids, worked with the quarterback throwing them the ball, you would think uh, from that standpoint has to get better. So the three tight ends that um, had receiving yardage stats last year are Dylan Leonard, uh, Luke Benson, and a kid named P.J. Harris. Now, P.J. Harris is no longer on the roster. Um, Dylan Leonard and Luke Benson will be returning. So who I think will probably get the majority of the snaps or be one of the main tight ends, obviously Dylan Leonard. He's a senior. Um has the most experience of anyone on the roster. Big kid, six foot five, two hundred and thirty-eight pounds. Um, played his high school ball at Milton uh, High School. Was a three-star, um, and was the leading uh, tight end on our roster last year. So he had eleven receptions for ninety yards. Um, and it's interesting looking back at these kids because I just don't remember, you know, recruiting classes from three, uh, two, three years ago uh, and, and kind of where these kids were ranked. He actually played on the 7A state title team uh, for Milton High School with Jordan Yates, Brandon Best, and Anthony uh, Manella, also Paul So. I don't know. I, I'm probably butchering that kid's name, but it's spelled T-S-I-O. And when your name starts with, like, two consonants, I, I get confused. Anyways, but they were all on the same 2018 state title team. Um, Dylan Leonard was actually uh, the Region 5 7A Offensive Player of the Year. Um, had 875 yards, 48 receptions for 10 touchdowns. I mean, the guy was kind of a stud uh, in high school. I don't really understand the struggle um, we've had at tight end. I mean, obviously, I'm not here to bash previous coaching staffs. I've done plenty of that. Um, I, I guess what I'm saying is I hope it's just that coaching was was so bad it was hiding how good uh, Leonard might be able to be. But I'm just a little skeptical. The drop passes, the missed assignments um, – I've just been plentiful uh, in the past. So hopefully Dylan Leonard can step up, have a good season. Buster can get him on the right track. Um, we'll see. Uh, so let's go to number number two, uh, Luke Benson. Uh, six foot four, 236 pounds from uh, Pennsylvania. He's also a senior. Um, so both him and Dylan Leonard um, – Shouldn't have any more eligibility left. It's always weird with co with the COVID year. Maybe they do have a year of eligibility. I don't think they do, though. So Luke Benson, Dylan Leonard, both the seniors on this tight end staff. Um, Luke Benson, if you remember, was the transfer from Syracuse. Uh, so he was a three-star number 36 tight end in the country uh, in the 2018 class. Uh, for 2019 to 2021, he played for Syracuse. He played in every game but one that he was on campus at Syracuse. He had 19 receptions for 261 yards and five touchdowns in his three years. So, you know, not not the most eye-popping numbers, but he was productive. I mean, our, this tight end group didn't have a single – didn't account for a single touchdown last year as far as, you know, catching the ball. Uh, comes to, to Tech – uh, transfers last year. Last year was his first year on the flats. Um, 
and had nine receptions for 85 yards. So basically him and Leonard had very similar stats. Leonard had 11 receptions for 90 yards. Luke Benson had nine receptions for 85 yards. Um, and this is kind of the feel. So I, I would think these two kids, and we'll talk about Brett Seether too, uh, get rotated in. They're in like, um, I guess that starting three rotation. Maybe we run some two tight end sets. Um, who knows? Like it's hard to tell with um, Buster how he's going to utilize tight ends. But I would think um, it will be a priority for Buster. He's going to be a pass-first offensive coordinator. Um, and with the success he's had with coaching tight ends at, at Georgia, I just think that that's – not that he's going to try and force it, but with the talent we have at wide receiver, I think it's going to open up um, some opportunities catching the ball at tight end. Definitely Luke um, is capable – of doing that now both him and Leonard have and obviously underperformed at tech in the past and need to step up um and I, I hope they do like this is the one position group that I'm probably have the least amount of confidence in um just because it's been so consistently bad in the past um I also think our previous offensive coordinator, Long, um, was a tight ends coach too and wasn't able to get uh, much production out of them. But who knows? Hopefully Benson and Leonard can take a big step up. And at a minimum, you can't drop passes that will that are going to put you ahead against Georgia on the road uh, to, to lead into half. Like the opportunities you do get at tight end between Luke Benson, Benson and Dylan Leonard, you have to capitalize on. You can't have some horribly gaffed missed assignment or drop pass. If we can just do that, capitalize on maybe the three opportunities that uh, present themselves in a game, then um, that's going to be infinitely better than where we have been. Um. Now, with the transfers that have come in for this year, uh, the third guy, I think, that will be in the starting rotation, hard to tell um, kind of how much playing time he would get. I think he will get a, a good bit is the UGA transfer, Brett Seether. Um, he's a redshirt junior, so I believe he has two years of eligibility left. Another big kid, six foot five, two 228 pounds. Um, from Clearwater, Florida, so in his recruiting cycle, he was kind of he's he was one of those three star borderline four star kids, uh, rated eighty nine. Senior year had six hundred and thirty receiving yards on forty two receptions for six touchdowns. If any receiver on our staff has or on our staff on our roster has stats like that, that's going to be a good season. Uh, for them at Georgia Tech. Now, as a transfer, he's a three-star 87, number 28 tight end in the transfer portal, uh, played uh, for the University of Georgia from 2018 to 2022, uh, and played in 10 games last year. Now, mostly was in mop-up times uh, for games that you know Georgia was, was well ahead in, but definitely a kid capable of stepping up. And if I, you know, this is pure speculation, but if I was a betting man, uh, just because Seether has seen, you know, and been behind two of the best tight ends in the country, 
I think he's hungry to do his own thing. Obviously, that's why he, he transferred to Georgia Tech. Um, and and kind of doesn't have the um, pressure on him of like, oh, man, you know, Georgia Tech tight ends haven't performed. Like, we're, we got this pressure to perform. I think he could come in and step in and possibly be tight end one and really be the leader that drives this position group forward and, and, and out of kind of the dark ages of, of tight ends at, at Georgia Tech. So I'm pretty high on Brett Seether. Um, other thing is he's worked with Buster before, so him and Buster um, already had a rapport and a relationship beyond what you know, some other kids in the roster had had. So, yeah, high on Brett Seether. think he could do really good things at, this season at Tech. Um, other transfer we have is Jackson Long. Now, he's six foot three, 230 pounds. Young kid. He was a three-star. He's a redshirt freshman right now. Transferred um, from the University of South Florida. Only played in one game uh, last year. Didn't have any stats. think he, in that game, played mostly a special teams role. The thing that's interesting with him is it seems like the only reason that um, we pursued him and he has come to Tech is his father, Kevin Long, played with Chris Winky at Florida State from 93 to 97. Um, his dad also played in the NFL with the Oilers from 98 to 2001. Um, in high school, had 28 receptions. 510 yards for five touchdowns a senior year. Um, and as a transfer, he's a number 41 tight end um, in the 2022 class. If you were at the spring game, um, he dropped an easy touchdown pass uh, to start the game. And it just made my stomach sink because it's like, here we go again, dropping, you know, points on the board at tight end. You know, just horrible mental errors at tight end. Um, I'm never one to to dog a kid. Like I'm, I 100% support this kid. I hope he develops and becomes the greatest tight end that's ever played at Georgia Tech. I just don't see it right now. Uh, I think this season he'll have mostly a special teams role, um, and he just has a lot of development before he gets to a starting role on the flats. So. Jackson Long, uh, you know, we'll see. Now, other the other two tight ends on our roster, one, Anthony Manella, who played with Dylan Leonard on the 2018 Milton uh, High School Championship team, was actually rated as a four-star long snapper. <laughs> um, only as a long snapper. I don't know that he was even rated um, as, like, a tight end. Uh, he's a redshirt sophomore, six foot two, 246 pounds. Another kid that I think will mainly have um, a special teams role. Now, I look back last season, um, I don't think he was our long snapper. So I don't, I don't know exactly what role he has. Um, again, I don't think he'll see the field beyond uh, special teams this year. Uh, but but kind of cool to know that he's been teammates with Dylan Leonard now for like probably seven years, four years in high school and three or so, and three on the flats. Um, and our last tight end, uh, Billy Ward, six foot four, 246, uh, pounds. Uh, he's a junior from Locust Grove, uh, was a three-star when he was recruited number 14 
tight end in the nation. Uh, was the five A all uh, was sorry was five A all state. Had fifteen hundred plus yards and eighteen touchdowns uh, during his time at Locust Grove. Uh, his mother is interesting. His mother actually works at the Skeller uh, School of Business. Um, now I couldn't find any stats for him. Um, at tech receiving or, or, or otherwise, uh, again, I think this is another kid that's just going to play a special teams role. Um, probably won't see him getting snaps, um, at tight end. Um, but again, cool. Uh, his mother works at the Skeller school of business, I guess to summarize, like, again, I'm skeptical that the tight end position is going to take a massive step up, uh, especially with, the plethora of talent that we've brought in at wide receiver. I think we're going to target our, our wide receivers 99% of the time. But with that being said, you know, that might open up some opportunities um, for the tight end to leak out across the middle on a drag or on a seam. We can split safeties because the defense is so concerned with the threats we have at wide receiver. Um, and like I said, in those scenarios, like we have got to capitalize, you know, we cannot drop wide open passes for touchdowns. Um, I think Dylan Leonard, Luke Benson and Brett Seether are going to be rotated in with regularity. Um, Dylan Leonard probably uh, being the starter. I think Seether will work into a number two role and Luke Benson will um, kind of rotate in at the three. So with that being said, what do you think? Do you think that, you know, we can we can get out of the dark ages um, of the tight end world at Tech? Do we take a major step up this year? Uh, who do you think are going to be the starting players at tight end? Um, yeah, uh, leave your comments in the comment section. Uh, I try and read most all of them. And I uh, hope y'all, again, I hope y'all have a great 4th of July, and I will talk to you soon.